hello, and welcome everybody to another episode of the Coastline Covenant Podcast. I had a really fun time chatting with my friend Nikki Hernandez and two first-time guests on the podcast, Therese Manning and Alicia Hernandez. If you've been around Coastline for a bit, you know that we have our first women's event of the fall tomorrow night at the Manning's house. It's a hangout. All the women are invited, and we're so excited about this event that we decided to dedicate some time on the podcast to hearing a little bit about the thinking and all the philosophy going into these events and just the heart behind the women planning it and the women setting it up because we want everybody to come and feel welcome. So this is a fun conversation. Again, I've known Nikki forever. I've known Alicia forever. I've actually known Therese forever as well. So it was a really fun conversation to just have with them and laugh and hear about all the ways they are excited about women's ministry at Coastline. And I hope that you are too. And if you're a woman listening, I hope that you make it to the Manning's house tomorrow night. All the info is going to be in the episode show notes. And I'm sure if you follow us on Instagram, you can find them as well. Reminder, our hundredth episode is coming soon. So if you have questions for the podcast, please email me at hbabcock at coastline.family with the subject line podcast questions and we will answer them and it'll be a great time. And until then, we will see you next week and every single week after that. Hello, welcome to episode of the Coastline Covenant podcast that, you know, it's a it's an audio medium, podcast audio medium, but it smells so good in here because I have three <laughs> women in the office. How rare is that just to sit with my gals, just to talk, gab it up with my gals. I got Nikki here. I have Therese Manning, first time guest, and Alicia Hernandez, the Nepo baby herself here in office <laughs> with us. Megan told me to say that. Um, they're all here, not for any other reason besides to pump up and promote and talk about what we have going on at Coastline this fall for women's ministry, which is exciting because I think it's something that a lot of churches just have. It's a foregone conclusion. We do women's ministry. We do children's ministry. We do youth ministry. We do all these types of ministries. But this team here is taking a really thoughtful approach and a really intentional approach on how some of these events are going to happen this fall. And so I'm excited just to hear and to listen and to learn. But Nikki, I came to you last week and I said, let's do a podcast on women's ministry. And you said, I want to get the team together. Tell us a little bit about, besides the fact that I've said their names already, who are these two ladies here? What kind of role do they have on the team and why are they here today? Yeah. Okay. Well, just to start with, like, um, we don't necessarily have a women's ministries at Coastline, right? We're just, we have some events coming up this fall and I have a group of women who are helping me plan these events that we're doing that we're very excited about. And I was really intentional in grabbing women from different stages of life. So that's why you've got Therese here, who is a new grandma, uh, which is a really exciting stage. But then you've got all the way down to Alicia, who is 21 and in college. Not a new grandma. Not a new grandma. <laughs> That'd be um, crazy. We've got a couple women from our social outreach team who aren't with us today, but they're kind of representing that outreach side of things. And also both of them are young moms and Anna Higa and Courtney Garcia. So they've been helping out. Sue McKenzie is also part of this um, in the, this season, just as we've been meeting at her house all summer. And so we just kind of I gathered a handful to... We've got three events coming up that we're really excited about, and they're kind of helping shape those. Yeah, so I know we're going to get into the nitty gritty of it, but those three events, just really quickly, what are they? What, what can we be looking forward to? Okay, so we have a hangout next week, which is at Teresa's house. Not next week, right? T oh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. The Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we're recording this early. Um, yeah, we have a hangout tomorrow. That's just like you know, I would, I would look at it kind of like an open house. Like you could just drop in if you want to, but we will have food. We've got some really fun things planned while we're there, but it's 
super casual and easy and light and relaxing. Um, and then we're going to have uh, some little things splattered throughout that would be like smaller gatherings, um, which I think we'll maybe talk about a little bit later. And then we're going to have just like kind of a typical, uh, what our dream is, is a typical kind of women's event in November. And then in December, I'm really excited because we are um, going to do, I guess I'll call it a bazaar I mean, does that like, does it, what does that mean anything B-A-Z. to anybody? Yeah. B-A-Z. Not like <laughs> a marketplace. Marketplace. That's yeah. bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> I mean, that song's just playing the whole time, yeah. obviously. Um, so it'll really be outreach. It'd be a night to come shopping with your friends, little craft nice. fair kind of thing. Love it. That's great. So Teresa, I'm going to ask you, which one of these ex- events are you most excited for and why? Well, I do love when people come to our house. Yes. Like years ago, when we first bought it, almost 30 years ago, that was what we prayed for, that this would be a house that God would use to draw people together and just it would be used for him. So I really do love that. So I'm going to say tomorrow. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. Very good. As you think about that prayer you prayed all those years ago, God, have this be a place where people come and gather. In what ways do you feel like the Lord's really blessed you? In, in what ways do you feel like God's really answered that prayer? Oh my goodness. So many, because we've had so many different groups in different stages that were in just, I mean, our own Bible studies or small groups for as adults, but Hunter, you were there mm-hmm. as uh, t- probably twice, two different times yeah. when um, you were in one of my son's groups, impact group. I uh, know DC, junior high. Oh, junior high. Okay. And then you were Reed's leader yeah. many years later. So we would have the kids groups there too. And uh, after school, we had kids just come, even when the kids weren't there, some of their friends would come and just, because I bake, I'm sure it's because I bake, I come and just eat my food and we just hung out. So it's just been that kind of place that I am so grateful. And it's a blessing to me, hopefully a blessing to other people too, but really enjoy that. Yeah, I can speak to that. It is a blessing. And I had a premonition today. I was like, Teresa's coming. There's going to be baked goods in the office at some point. And there was, and there, (laughs) and that's very, very exciting. Okay. That's awesome. You want people at your house. That's a huge blessing to you. It's not a burden. It doesn't sound like it sounds like you love it and you're excited for it. Wow. So if you're hearing this and you're a woman, you're not taking time out of Teresa's life. She really wants you there. That's really cool. You don't normally hear the host of a house saying like, no, I really want you to come over. So that's awesome. I love to meet people too. And I, if we're fully family, Mm -hmm. I have to know your name to start. That's kind of a baseline and and then get to know people that's awesome wonderful okay alicia kicking it over to you which one are you most excited for and i will say that they've mentioned two they said the bazaar and then the manning's house and then nikki said quote a typical women's event which i didn't i didn't push on but if that's the one maybe you can explain what that's going to be um that's not the one for uh, sorry justice for the november event Justice for the typical event. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm just really excited about the more creative events that we're doing and the more community-oriented ones that my mom is putting on. I'm most excited for tomorrow's as well because I am excited to just be at the Manning's house. It is a really great space. I'm hoping that because it's a space that many of my friends have enjoyed over the years that we'll get a little more of the younger demographic there. Um, and I'm excited about how casual it's going to be. I feel a lot more comfortable in smaller groups and less of a big church intimidating setting. So I'm excited to have smaller groups and be able to pursue women one on one and get to really meet people. 
I'm glad you said that because I have a question specifically for you, Alicia. You know, this is a different generational span. Your mom said it. I That's, I think, a generous way to put it. And I'm not going to try to get in trouble right now by Therese, who just mouthed at me. Oh, my gosh. But I'm, I'm wondering, Lisa, your, your space on the team, what do you feel like you uniquely bring to these planning meetings? Um, well, I'm the only one who's not a mom, and I'm definitely the youngest. So I think that I've kind of been sharing a different perspective and what would that perspective be just a younger perspective I think it's been not that I'm with a bunch of oldies sorry (laughs) heavens this is going downhill no it's not Um, just kidding well I would call myself (laughs) I would call myself Gen Z and so I think that I can speak to like a lot of the younger people I also have worked in student ministries a little bit so I know what the incoming women, like the older high school students, how they are, what they're looking for. And um, so I think that I can share, I think that one thing that's been interesting that I can share with the group is I understand the anxieties of my age group. And so I've been able to help them see like what events might actually be intimidating to a college student Mm -hmm. or post-college student, um, which they might not think of because they just grew up in different generations. And it's been interesting also to learn like what's intimidating to a Gen Xer that I wouldn't even think twice about. So I think it's just been good to have the different ages because we can kind of create events where every age group feels comfortable in some regard and where everyone feels welcome. What would you say is the most Gen Z thing about you? Uh, probably just that I'm so cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. That was great. Oh, no. I loved that. We all looked at Nikki. We're like, what? She truly just put her face in her hands. Um, I really don't know. Probably my humor. Mm-hmm. I think um, one of the most sad and isolating experiences of my life is when I show my mom a TikTok and she just stares at me blankly. <laughs> Did well, we just have this conversation last yeah, night, Yeah, okay. So here's the thing that I... Part of why I want all these generations represented is because like there is something really interesting about Gen Z and you guys do have a collective sense of humor that's very unifying for your generation that other generations don't understand. Right. Right. But there's something really neat about that. And so that's why we need someone your age part of this helping to represent those things that are unique to your generation. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say one of the most isolating experiences that I have is when I text Alicia TikToks and she does not respond like um, I did this morning. That Wait, are you saying she doesn't morning. respond to texts sometimes? No, she doesn't respond to t- my TikToks and specifically. If it's like, hey, you should bring the dog over, she's she's on it. Yeah, I'm there. But if it's a TikTok, <laughs> nothing. My dog always takes priority. I'm sorry. That's fair. I agree. I understand that very, very well. What would you guys say is something that you've been learning from spending more time with Alicia? Obviously, you guys spend a lot of time with her, but this is kind of a different way. This isn't like so social. There's a different point to it. What have you been learning from her? I'm really seeing her love for the women in her generation and her desire for them to be really a part of our community, not separate. Yes, they have their own humor and their own style, but really to be part of the church, an integral part, and a part that we plan for and around and with. So I appreciate that. Mm. Yeah. I think one thing that I've learned from her, obviously, I've known her for quite a long time, you know, so. How long? <laughs> 21 years. Um, actually longer than that, right? Would you count? I mean, anyways, um, if you, <laughs> straight being pregnant, like right? Like, you, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, 
this, you can cut that, right, Hunter? That's cringy. I could. Um, okay. <laughs> I just think one thing that I have watched uh, about her and her generation is for a long, t- you get a lot of kind of um, lashback with this generation and how they love texting and social media a little bit more maybe than even like phone calls or face-to-face. Um, but I have watched her care for so many friends through those types of media, you know, like it's interesting how um, it can be really intimidating to be vulnerable face to face, but her generation finds it very easy over text. And so I've watched her over the years care for people through text message. And then now that's a springboard and a launching point to the face to face um, more intimate relationships. Right. And so it's, you kind of see how different generations function. And rather than looking at those things as a bad thing, you see like, oh, that is their unique way that I, and I've watched her care for people that way. And you you kind of look at it and go, okay, it's not a bad or a good. It's just, that's that's how they do it. Yeah, and I, I'm glad that you both mentioned those things because again, this isn't necessarily about Alicia, although she is great, but her kind of representing the younger girls at Coastline and younger girls, younger women listening to this, like you have somebody on your team who knows you, who is one of you, who is advocating for you to feel seen in this space at in women's events at Coastline. So I thought it was really important for them to hear you guys kind of articulate a little bit what makes this generation special and what makes them really, you know, welcome in these events. And so Alicia, now I'll put you on the spot a little bit. What have you been learning from these gals and gals in that life stage, as Nikki said? Uh, how, what have you been learning and what can you kind of like go back to your friends and say like, hey, you are welcome. This is what they're really like. Um, I think it's been really great to just see, um, I don't know how to say this, like how much the women's ministries is really prioritizing female friendship. I think that it just makes me so excited to like go into our events. I'm doing such a bad job explaining this. I'm just getting excited about how intentional the women on our, on our little planning group team have been about setting up an environment where we can hang out and get comfortable with each other and really meet each other. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited about that. I don't know how to say that. No, that's great. I, I, I think that's going to lead into the next topic of discussion here, which is like highlighting female friendships, having women spend time together. Why is that important? Like what's the value of like women being with other women. Cause I think a devil's advocate perspective could be like, why don't we just have like everybody go to the Manning's house on Friday night? Like, why does it have to be just women? Nikki, what would you say the value is? What's the unique thing that happens? Yeah. I, I think women, um, I mean, I'm not going to say all women are, but there tend to be some pretty deep insecurities with women. And, um, I think that when women gather with other women, um, it becomes a way that God loves each one of us um, through someone who understands us, right? Like there's a, a kind of intimacy that happens in women relationships that's really sweet. And I think that you, um, I just, I, I constantly have women saying like, it's so scary to walk in the door or I'm so afraid that someone isn't going to accept me. There's a lot of questioning for women on my worth, my value. Do I matter? Do people even care that I'm there? And when you are there with other women and another woman listens to you or says, oh man, it's really nice to meet you tonight. Or I'm so glad that you are here tonight. Or, well, that was like 
I really love what you just said. Like there's something that it does to us really deep and internal that ministers to us. And so it's God uses women to minister to other women in a very unique and special way that I think, uh, I just think it's so important. Um, I think it, Satan uses those insecurities in such crazy ways. And, and I think women with other women is one of the greatest ways mm. to combat that. Wow. I, that's a really, really, really good answer. Really well put. Therese, in your experience of going to church for your whole life, what have you seen work really well in something like a women's ministry? And what, what have you seen that like doesn't work so well for women's ministry? So one of my favorite, and I think a couple people's favorites, is we had done a, or Nikki had put on a intergenerational kind of event where you actually sat with your own generation and then mixed in with others. And I think that it just leads to the relationships that, that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The, I like what you do in your, in your generation. You like what I do. We understand each other a little better um, because clearly we're from several generations apart. There've been, I don't even know all the names between my generation and Alicia's, but um, still we're women who love Jesus and who look for relationship and friendships. Yeah, that's when it really works is when the church can see that and try to make that the priority. I think it's really awesome to hear all the intentionality behind it. And so I, I want to ask, how have these planning meetings been? What have you guys been up to? Is, the, is it a fun vibe? Is it just like this where we're just chatting and laughing it up? Or is it Nikki's kind of a little bit more of a, we got to get this done, got to get this finished. There's dancing. There's dancing. And <laughs> oh, there you go. I think Teresa's the only one dancing. But Wow. <laughs> No. Wow, called out. <laughs> maybe Sue, maybe Sue, she Sue would, would dance, dance with, with you. Me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But for the record, no, there's no dancing happening at these meetings. There's the know. occasional just bust a move. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> but what are they like, Nikki? How are they? How, I, honestly, in your opinion? we've only met a couple of times. Like this is we're we're just you know newly coming together to plan these events. And I, what I think's been really neat is, like we've met twice, and both times people have been really vulnerable with one another already people have been really you know because you have in order to plan something well you have to be willing to say like what makes something like this hard for you and so that that requires a little bit of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and so um because again I think women are notorious for just like I am afraid to even walk through the door like Mm -hmm. it's it's hard and so what's it going to take to get a woman to walk through the door and uh, so I think it's been really sweet to see that this group already they are treating each other as we plan the way that we want the women of the church to be treating one another and as you plan these events is that the person you have in mind the person who's scared to come in and feeling maybe already unwelcome is that like your number one goal like let's get that person excited about women's ministry or is it like a different type of person you're really trying to get I would say that they're in my brain simply because that's the person who may not have community and really needs it. Um, but I, I would say like what we're planning are springboards for relationship. Women's events are not meant to be to carry the entire burden of relationship. Right. So the hope is that you would come, you would meet someone and then actually have the courage to say, hey, want to get coffee? want to hang out outside of this, right? And it's, and so this is a catalyst. It's not the, the end of it, but it's, 
you know, it's a means to another end. Yeah. And that kind of leads into my next question about these more organic off events you had mentioned earlier, right? So you have the three big ones and then there's also the idea of like these things just happening in between. Tell me about that. Yeah. I, do one of you guys want to talk about, we've got two things coming up. Let's vote. I say Nikki tells them. I can't remember what they are. Okay. okay. Well, we have a waffles with women. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that Sue McKenzie is going to have at her house um, where she just wants to have women over to have coffee and waffles. And that's on uh, Monday, October 2nd. And then um, Anna and Courtney are going to do a wine night where I, they're going to pick a local wine shop. We haven't chosen a location quite yet, but, and they're just going to, anybody who wants to come can come and hang out and just have wine together, drop in. You know, you don't, you don't, none of these are um, come and you're stuck for two hours. It's just, Drop in as you want to, meet a few women and hang out as long as you want to or as little as you want to. Hunter, you asked if that was the exact person yes. that she was trying to yeah. get at. But what when I hear Nikki saying, not just now, but in our meetings is, it's really, it's easy to get someone like me to go. I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. I like to meet people. So she has to have something like a little bit fun there or I'm going to be like, uh, <laughs> I won't go. So she's looking at people like that and she's looking at the maybe someone who's not as outgoing, not as willing to step out and go and kind of all in between. And I think she does a really great job at that. Thank you. Nice. Look at that. A little affirmation. It feels like it's just a lot of love in the, uh, in the women's planning group. Admiration society. Oh, okay. Wow. Is that, is that something that I should know about? Gosh, Hunter, look it up. <laughs> wow, that's the best thing I think anybody's ever said to me. No, wait, I think I said shut up to you the other day. No, 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 on the podcast. Oh, okay. No, offline, I think we have a little bit more funny things we've said to one another. That's awesome. Alicia, as you think about these big events and these small events, what are your, what are you hoping to get out of them? What are you hoping to like receive from showing up to one of these events? Um, I think that something that my mom does really well at these events is I always walk away feeling more energized than I walked in. And that's really hard for me to do because I'm an introvert. And so I, every time I'm like at a social gathering, even if it's people I love so much, I usually walk away really exhausted and circling back to something my mom said or when you were asking about like what's special about female friendship or whatever I think that it is that like when you're having a one-on-one conversation with a woman there's something so safe about it because you can relate about a lot of things and there's something really energizing about it because it's really comfortable and it's really safe so I think that if anybody's like scared to go or intimidated about these events like I've been there I'm an introvert I'm anxious but these events are so easy to go to. It's very comfortable to walk into. And every time I've walked away, glad that I went. That's that's a really good pitch. That's a really good plug for these events. So, Therese, what about to the person who's not nervous about walking in, the extrovert, the you? What would you say to them? How would you get them excited about coming? Or what would you say their role is at one of these women's events? Mm, that's a good question because... I guess it is to kind of, without like going up into someone's face, because that's kind of (laughs) intimidating, just really welcoming the other people and just seeing maybe who isn't Mm -hmm. connecting and just kind of going over and saying hello. It isn't having that initial deep conversation. I know we we all want to get there eventually, but there's also chit chat. 
there's also humor. If you don't have some basis, you don't go straight to tell me about your life. Who's going to share their heart at that point? So it is just maybe going over to someone and um, making them feel welcome because it's easy for you. Yeah, that's, I think that's the heart and that's where you can meet everybody in the middle. Like everybody wants to feel welcome, whether or not you're the extrovert or the introvert, Mm -hmm. to feel welcome, to feel seen. Like that's why we show up to something like this. So that's why we would show up to the Manning's backyard or to the typical November event, which I still don't, what is it? What is it going to be? It just, you know, like worship message and then like get in some small groups and discuss kind of something like that. Great. That was actually oh, that's super fun. Yeah. 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 Don't make it sound so boring. Jeez. Oh, man. Uh, it's really worship and it teaching. And but I guess that's, you know, next question I have, like, content. Like, women coming, is there an element where you're like, we want you to walk away learning something? Or is the, the hope is just community and friendship and relationship? Um, we're going to, so the first one, it is a little bit more like an open house, but we will gather for like 10 minutes and I do have a little devotional to share that will springboard into building relationships the rest of the night. Um, the November one, yes, there will be a message. The Christmas one, there will not be a message. It's, it's really going to be for, um, outreach. It's Mm. really going to, we want to create a safe space for people to feel really comfortable inviting their neighbors, their friends, people who wouldn't normally step foot in a church, but it's easy maybe to step in because you could get some Christmas shopping done. Wow. I'm really looking forward to that one because that seems like the natural progression. Like first one, come together, get excited, get to know each other. Second, go a little deeper. And then third, let's take it out. Let's do something new. When you, when we were talking about this episode, Nikki, you'd said like, this is the women's team for this season for Mm -hmm. 2023. As you look to 2024, is that the same rhythm you want to do? Like maybe one, fun, big one, one intentional one, one outreach one, or is there a whole different calendar in your head next year? And like, this is just, you're priming the pump. Uh, I think I would say right now we're experimenting. Oh, I love it. Right. We're throwing some things at the wall and we'll see what sticks. Um, yeah. And I, you know, it's been interesting. So I was the women's director at the last church, um, that I was at that some of us were at together. And, um, I think when I first came here, I, I've had in the last two years since I've been here, at least 20, if not 30 women come up to me at some point and say, I want to help with women's ministries. And it's like, well, we don't actually have a women's ministries. And actually my job is admin. It's not (laughs) women. Um, but like, I'll keep you in mind, but the problem is I've had so many people say that to me now at this point, it shows me one women really want something. They want to gather together. Um, and two, not, I, I can't even remember everybody to try and bring in and get involved in planning and executing everything. Um, and I would just say, like, if you're wondering how you can participate, the greatest thing you can do is be present mm. because every woman in our church matters. We need you all for this community to be the best thing that it can be. And you participating in your presence makes a difference, right? Like, it just really does. And so I know women get nervous and think that it doesn't matter if they show up, but it really does. It really does. I love that. That is really a great heartbeat behind ministry. Just every person matters and it's important to see them and and give them a space. I really hope that 2024 has a lot more typical events. I think that's my hope for you that you just say January, it's a typical event. Yeah. February, (laughs) you know, just like one of those. Yeah. March. Guess what? Typical. Yeah. Because the way you said it made it sound like everybody knew what you were talking about. (laughs) And I had no idea until you told me. 
Like, what is a typical? I'm a man. I've never been to a women's event. Yeah. Like, I don't know what a yeah. typical event is. <laughs> so, I, I really, yeah. I, honestly, I thought a typical women's event was Bunko. Oh, oh well, too. okay, okay. I okay. I would say this: like in a dream world, we would have another Bunko night in January, and here's why. Because, I know exactly why. Because the prizes are the gifts that you don't want and like you just got a bunch of them at Christmas and so now like the prize table would be just off the charts. You call it like returns and exchanges. Yes. Except <laughs> you, you have go. to be careful if the person yeah, who that's, gave it to you is yeah, there. Yeah, that stresses me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alicia rolls up and it's two gifts and one from Therese, one from Nikki. <laughs> Oh, this is awkward. I'm going to go home now. I'll see you later. Alicia, what's your relationship like with Bunko? I love it. What is it? Just FYI, what is it? Like for my own information, those listening. It's a no strategy dice game. You just keep rolling and you get to yell sometimes. And that's what are you yelling? You're yelling Bunko. Okay. I can hear her from the other side. I get so into it. And I love Bunko because one of my favorite people in the world, Abby Adams, loves Bunko. And we go to those women's events and go crazy. It's so much fun. Is it the prize or is it the game that you it's like? It's the game. Oh, wow. So it's just love of the game. Love yeah. of the game. I would I would think that that's probably a really fun event. Bunko. It's just really You fun. go make a friend and get a get a something out of it. I mean, yeah, like. Last time I won a free purse, like a new purse. It where still is had it? all the plastic on it and everything. It's in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> last time I was the biggest loser, like losing... But you got a prize for losing, right? I got, yeah, that's, there's the good thing. I got a prize. And then at the end there were prizes left over and it was take what you want. Wow. Wow. That's a fun, that's like a little Axe 242. Like they all had everything in common and they gave to people in need, (laughs) but it's just bunk up. That was our plan. That's beautiful. How biblical, (laughs) how, how wonderful. So Nikki, Teresa, Alicia, let's say a woman's listening to this and she's, been with us at Coastline, but she's feeling still a little bit hesitant. I mean, I don't know how that's possible, but I'm sure someone listening is still feeling a little bit apprehensive. What would you say to that person? How can they get connected? How can they get excited? And what do you want their next step to be to get involved with women's ministry here at Coastline? I would say, well, one, if you're really nervous, let's grab coffee. Mm. I would love to get to know you better, right? And at least you'd have a connection, you know? Um, I also would just like, just just try. Try. Just try, you know? I, I know that it's scary. I know I'm single, so I know what it feels like to show up to the party alone, mm. right? And it is always scary. Um, but like Alicia said, like my hope is that you will actually be really glad that you were there. Yeah. What about you guys? What would you say? I'd say go with a friend if you can. When Mm. I'm ever nervous to go somewhere, I always get dinner with someone first, and then we go together. Oh, that's nice. That's a good plan. You have your buddy with you. You have your fallback person if you guys are stressed out mingling, and it'll be fun. Once you're there, people will reach out to you. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Try. It'll be fine. Therese? Do you remember a few weeks ago when Garrick was talking about how sometimes even he doesn't feel like... right he fits or is this the right place or whatever the and everybody feels that Mm -hmm. and so even for people like who are more uh, extroverted outgoing whatever you still feel that little bit of discomfort when you go to someplace new so feel free to come over just whisper to my whisper to me it's my first time like I am there I understand I'll show you my dog if that's what if that helps dog therapy it works or the food table or a game table or you can help me serve or whatever is would make you feel more comfortable 
you guys just want people to be comfortable. You want people to feel welcome and you want them to come and be themselves and feel seen and feel like this is a community for them. What a good mission. I, I love it. And I love it from afar as a man. And so I guess my last question is how can the wider church slash the men of the church coastline covenant support you guys, get involved with you guys and just be behind you guys. They could totally show up and do like a flash mob. <laughs> I take that back. No, 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 no. I, no, I no, mean, no. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm the only reason I'm laughing I'm is because we are. What guy would organize that? Well, I was just going to say that's that. why yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because we've, we've already scheduled it. So you've ruined the surprise. Wow. You've ruined the surprise. Uh, now you can't do it anymore. Now, oh, yeah. now, oh, now no, my flash over. mob is canceled. Yeah. Well, let me All tell right. Sean. Flash mob's canceled. But no, how can the wider church support women's ministry? You know, I would say if you're a dad, take the kids for the night and encourage your wife to go. Um, I think, you know, if you, I know like some women, you hit a point where sometimes you don't like to drive at night. And if you, as a husband are willing to drive your wife so that she can go to this, that's a gift to her, right? If she's nervous to drive at night. And I, I hear that a lot from women. Um, just any way that you can encourage the women in your life to attend, Mm -hmm. if they're scared to attend, just give them the little encouragement that they need, you know, like it, it, it's just, it's little things that you can do that help them get there. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Any answers from, from you two over here? I have a real question and you can take this off the podcast or leave it. Are men allowed to shop at the marketplace? I thought that too, when he said he was really the excited. December one? Why? I would oh. imagine that they are. Okay. That's I what just I didn't thought. Know. That's a... So then go shop the marketplace. That's how you can support, support. it. Oh. Yeah. Why would we say no? I think the idea I is never talked it women through. owned businesses, right? Only the women are like selling And it's things. catering to women to come. But yeah. if you are so inclined. Yeah. If you well. want or to you bring, your, bring your family. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. I never thought about that. But also, I mean, not to jump in your planning meeting, but hey, if you have like an open public space, then... Men yeah. might walk by and be like, hey, can I come? And Nikki's just there with a taser. She's like, you get out of here. Women only. I swear. If one more guy walks brutal, in here. So. Oh, yeah. Nikki and her pepper spray. Oh, and then we talked about doing a self-defense night as well. To uh, Yeah, that's a dream. That is a dream that's out there that That'd I've always so wanted to do with women. You've heard it here yeah. first. Now you uh-huh. can't take it back. There has yeah. to be a self-defense yeah. night. Well, okay. Fun fact. Um, Rochelle is trained in judo, did she say? I don't know. She could teach it. So okay, like so, this, this will happen next year. So January, typical, February, typical, March, self-defense night, yeah. April, typical. There. Yeah. I mean, but, maybe January bunko. No. Okay. So January, so not typical. February, typical. <laughs> <laughs> and then March, March, you get that self-defense yeah. night. No, I love it. I think it's also funny that we have beat this idea of a typical women's ministry <laughs> night to the point where it's like, is there a typical women's ministry <laughs> Sounds night? Sounds like there's actually not. Yeah, so. which is, I think, you know, I think that's a great yeah. place to end. The idea yeah. that there's nothing typical about women's ministry. The only the only really typical thing is that it's open, it's safe, and it's a place where a bunch of different women from all over the spectrum of age and life experience and excitement and introvert, extrovert have come together to plan events for all the women at Coastline. And so Nikki, one more time, give us the details. What's happening tomorrow night? Okay, tomorrow night, Therese Manning's house, 630 to 830. It is a, we're just calling it a hangout. It's going to be relaxing. You can come as you are. You can dress up. You can come dressed not up, like however you want to be. Dress up? How? Well, some women like to go out and dress up. And some women like to come and be cozy. And all are welcome at the table, right? That's the idea. 
Not that kind of no. dress. Okay, no. that's what I Not think like of. Like dressed no. as an animal or something. Or <laughs> Gen Z dressed as an animal. Is that cool? No. Oh, dang. Oh it. wait, no, no wait. I've heard of those. Um, Take it out. Furries. <laughs> She's talking about furries. That's, not That's definitely staying in. Oh, 100 percent You can't you can't ask me to take something like that out. So we have Gen Z through grandma. And furries. Oh. <laughs> All are welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome. Beautiful. All are welcome. What a wonderful we'll sentiment. Have snacks, we'll have, you know, drinks, we'll have um just like Little things you can do if you need something to be busy with your hands or you can just mingle with each other. Wonderful. Well, that sounds great. Best of luck. I think it's going to be great. I think that we will be looking back in several months and saying like, man, I can't believe that women's ministry has gotten to the point it's at now. And it's going to be because of all the planning that you guys have done. So I think on behalf of Coastline, wider Coastline, thank you. Thank you for the way that you're seeing and caring for our women. And I'm excited. I can't wait to hear about it. Thank you, Nikki, for uh, taking time out of your work day. You work four feet away from me, so I know this was a trek. Alicia comes over from her job slanging burritos at Fanny's. Shout out Fanny's. And Therese, with the baked goods in the office, as clutch as usual. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything, you guys. Appreciate you being on here, and uh, I hope you get to uh, meet some wonderful women at the Manning's house next week. Next week? Tomorrow? Whenever. Yes. Can we sing a Karen Carpenter song? Now? Absolutely. Let's sing a Karen no, put Carpenter it on, song. Not, uh, just play it out. Yeah, I'll play it. Cue it up. It's queued up. It's playing them out. Talking to myself and feeling old Sometimes I'd like to quit Nothing ever seems to fit Hanging around Nothing to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me drowned What I've got they used to call 